0: He's quickened us together Raised us up together Seated us there with Him It's not a supposition It is our true position Glorious inheritance Through Christ we can do Possessing our possessions Glorious inheritance Thanks be to God our Father Giving us the power To become sons of God Victory is our status It's not something to be added It's our glorious inheritance Through Christ we can do all things Reigning in life as kings And by our faith's confessions Possessing our possessions Glorious
1: inheritance
0: My soul gets so excited Knowing we're united We are made one with Him Through Jesus' blood's attesting It's in this back we're resting It's a glorious inheritance Through Christ we can do Possessing our possessions, glorious inheritance. It's a glorious sin. Hello, this is David Engels. You're listening to the Hour of Anointing. I've got good news for you. You can identify with Christ. If you're a believer, you really are identified with him, but we must stir this up in our thinking and know really who we are in him and what we have in and through him. But the good news is, is everything is yours that you walk upon. Now, this is a law of God. The law of appropriation gives, but we must take. We're going to Joshua chapter 1 and going to read verses 2 and 3. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. Now this text says that every place where your foot shall tread, I have given it to you for an inheritance. This blessed, inspiring promise greeted Israel as they faced the promised land. As far as God was concerned, footprints meant possession, but it must be their own footprint. You know, there's giants in the land and so forth and so on, but there are great blessings in the land. Uh, Joshua, our Joshua, which is Jesus Christ, gives us the same assurance, the same kind of a promise, by making it plain that every promise in the New Testament that we put our feet upon is ours for an inheritance. The size of our inheritance depends upon how much land we have trodden underfoot and really stood upon or walked over. This can only be done by our identification with Christ. We may say, well, I'm saved. I have identified with Christ. I'm on God's side. But it means more than that. For we can see all of this in Christ and know that with God all things are possible. But until I've placed my foot upon a definite promise... It will never be mine to fully enjoy. I can stand off and look at it and say it looks so good, but I will never know how good till I put my foot on it and begin to walk around upon it, leaving my own tracks. The glorious fact of our identification with Christ is the one of the richest facts in the whole plan of redemption. In the mind of God, we were crucified with Christ. We were nailed to the cross with him. As he was stripped and naked and hung between the heavens and the earth in shame and disgrace, so also, too, in our shame and our nakedness and in our disgrace, and uh, we hung between the heavens and the earth with him. And the reason is because Jesus took our place on the cross. It was the innocent dying for the guilty. As he died, we died. Then we were buried together with him and felt the sting of sin and the darkness of hell, and I'm talking about in the mind of God. And as he put off from himself the forces of darkness, it says he spoiled principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them, those forces of darkness, the sin, the sickness, the diseases of man. So we put them off in him and we left them there. And when Jesus had satisfied the claims of justice and had conquered Satan and all his forces, it was then... He was made alive. God quickened him, made him alive in spirit, and he was justified in spirit. And then he arose. And thank God we arose with him. And Thank God today we are seated with Christ at the right hand of God in the highest place of power in the universe. As far as God is concerned, we are identified with Christ in his suffering, in his shame, and in his glory. And now he gives to us the use of his name. We can use the name of Jesus. Wherefore God hath also highly exalted him and given him a name above every name, that at that name every knee must bow things in heaven and earth and under the earth. The name to which every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess in the three worlds, it's Jesus. And when that name is properly used and spoken, heaven rejoices, the earth moves, and hell trembles. Are you hearing what I say? The fact of redemption is the fact that Jesus died as our representative And now we are to live as his representatives. We ought not to throw that name around lightly because that name represents all that he was. That name represents all that he is. That name represents all that he ever did and all that he shall ever do. And everything that that name means in heaven, it means right here to us on earth. God has put no limitations on our use of the name of Jesus. The real question today is, do I understand what God has done in giving me that wonderful name of Jesus to use at my will? It's a living fact that when Jesus was crucified, one, he took my place as a sinner. Two, he bore my sins in his body on the tree. Number three, he bore my diseases and every discomfort that Satan uh, would want to put on me and the judgments of God that should have been on me were heaped upon him. He not only put my sin and shame away, but he put my diseases away. And he put me away also, the sinner me, that is. So today, by God's grace, I can stand with him, in him, as free from all the past as he was free when he arose from the grave and ascended on high. And I want you to get a hold of that today. Whatever Jesus is right now, we are. As he is, the Bible says, so are we in this earth. Because we are identified with him We become new creatures in Christ. His justification is my, our justification. His righteousness is our righteousness. His health is my health. His freedom from Satan's dominion is my freedom. Some will say, none is righteous, no, not one. Well, I'm part of that one. His freedom from condemnation is my freedom from condemnation. His freedom from infirmities is my freedom from infirmities. You know, the only person God ever made sick was Jesus, and he did that for us. And in him we enjoy all that Jesus did, all that he accomplished, and all that he now is. And I'd like to say it this way, if he bore my sins, I don't need to bear them. If he bore my infirmities, then I don't need to be sick and carry them. If I do, then he died in vain. So when I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, confessed him as my Lord, I was baptized into his name and into his standing before the Father God. And as he has become my representative up there, I am his representative here on the earth. And so are you if you're a born-again believer. I want you to be encouraged in that today. And whatever he is today up there, so are we in this earth. Whatever he is today, if he's healed, we're healed. If he's risen, we're risen. If he's set free, we're set free. So I can say to you, to be identified with Christ means that the struggle is over and there's no war going on. Thank God. We are into that haven, our desired haven, in Christ, seated with him in heavenly places, far above all principality, power, might, and dominion. And today we can stand before God and the angels, and yes, even before Satan, knowing that we are clothed with Christ. We have put him on. We can see that in Ephesians 4, verses 22 through 24. 24. We've put on the new man. We're hidden in Christ. As we use that name, the devil thinks that's Jesus speaking. We say in the name of Jesus, we look like Jesus. We sound like Jesus. Galatians 2.20, and I say of a truth, that it is no longer I that liveth. Who's living? Well, Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I don't have to take this position or beg for it. I am in this position. It is our glorious inheritance. I don't have to struggle for it or believe for it or die daily for it. I am in it. It is mine. It is yours. If you're a believer, by the spirit of the living God, I was born into this position, into the family of God. It is our glorious inheritance. You've been listening to the Hour of Anointing.